this particular parable might, might be one of those parables that leaves us a little um, unsettled uh, because the, uh, the, the one that stands in for God the Father seems a little harsh. Uh, after all, all they did is reject the invitation, and he sends his troops in to destroy those murderers, to, to burn their cities, and, and uh, uh, to kill them. Well, it was a response to them killing the messenger. Uh, literally, they killed the messenger, according to the, uh, the parable. But it's a response. But we have to remember that the parables are not necessarily uh, everything in them is a moral response, but rather helping us to see a point, a particular point. And the point is uh, today that we are given is that the Lord invites and invites and invites. And uh, St. Luke's version of this, it has, uh, you know, one went home to inspect his cow and one just got married. And they use all these excuses. And here uh, there's no excuse. They just go home. They just go to their own work or farm or about their own stuff. They just ignore the invitation. Or those that don't ignore the invitation kill the messenger, which is uh, in order a lot worse, of course. They put them to death simply because they don't want to respond and so in the parable, the king responds with harshness, yes, but it's a harshness that is, might be expected. After all, this is a king. I find myself wondering if I were invited uh, to a king's son's wedding, what would I do? How would I respond? First of all, I'd say, well, they got the wrong person. It's got to obviously have to be somebody else. Why would the king want me there? But uh, on, a, on another point, I think I would be either, depending on the day, well, no, I, I have something else to do. I don't, it's going to require something of me. It's going to require me to dress up. It's going to require me to behave, uh, to maybe, maybe with the king's banquet, you know, a, a little bit of... Uh, um, um, social decorum and a little which spoon do I use, which fork do I use, which knife do I use, what if they serve shrimp and I don't know which fork. Uh, you know, that, there might be a little fear there, but in the end, I would hope I'd respond. I would hope most of us would respond. After all, it is the king. And, you know, if it's a king, it's probably going to be a pretty lavish affair. Just dawn on me. A Jewish king would not serve shrimp. That's, that's not kosher. Nor, nor would they serve pork. That's another, another story. But uh, anyway, but as we gather this day, we, we know that this parable tells us that we are invited, but some refuse to accept that invitation. They walk away or kill the messenger. And of course, to apply this in real life, we see that happening. The Old Testament is filled with it. The messengers of the prophets, how many of them were killed? How many of them were maligned, abused, arrested, thrown into a mud pit, a cistern that was filled with mud? How many of them were rejected? The message uh, taunted, stoned to death. They rejected the message. And the, this parable is spoken to the chief priests and the elders of the people. And Jesus is telling them, look, you're the ones who have rejected the Lord. 
We live in a day and age that, by the way, and I, I believe this uh, more and more and more, a day and age that everyone's saved. It doesn't matter what we do. God is going to save all of us because God is so loving and God is so kind. Yes, God is loving. Yes, God is kind. But that love allows us to make a choice for him or against him. And at the end of our life, if we've made a choice against him, saying, I will not serve you, I reject that invitation you give, he's going to say, okay, your will be done. That's a harsh reality, and it's almost harsher than what the king in this parable does, of destroying their cities and destroying those murderers. He casts those who reject him out. But it's an act of love, of mercy, that he is not going to force people to love him because that's what heaven is, a place where we love God who first loved us. And for the rest of eternity, we praise and love God. But here, this parable continues. To go out the highways and byways, call in everyone. There's plenty of room in the feast. Those who were invited didn't accept that invitation, and yet the wedding hall is to be filled. Of course, when we apply this to real life, we know that God has created everyone, uh, not just the Jewish people, and not just to those that have have responded uh, throughout time uh, through to the message of Jesus Christ. But He's called. He's created everyone. But those who are called and reject, well, they're set aside, and all are called. And the parable, good and bad, fill that banquet hall. Can you imagine the people that were highwaymen perhaps yesterday suddenly sitting in the presence of the king and the king's son? The, 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 the businessman who wasn't worthy enough for the first invitation now suddenly getting another invitation good and bad alike. And here, Matthew is the only one, St. Matthew, who records this particular thing, the king coming in and seeing somebody who's not properly dressed. And uh, saints have have spent time trying to reflect on this, and uh, I I know St. Augustine, and I I love his writing and I love him, but um, he said that the king would send out wedding garments to those that were invited. And the problem is that wasn't done in the time of Jesus. It was done in some places, but not, not by the Jewish kings, not by uh, the, the people that Jesus would have been talking to. They wouldn't have understood this. But like us, they would have understood when you're invited to a wedding, you put on your best clothing. You don't show up in shorts and a t-shirt. You don't show up looking more fit for a, uh, a day at the beach than you do at a day of rejoicing and celebration. Perhaps Jesus wants to plant in our minds the image of somebody who's come right from work, somebody who's come right from the farm, maybe a little bit of the smell of the animals on him, or maybe a little bit of the wheat chaff, the dust of of the, the earth. Maybe he was a barber and had hair all over him. Maybe he was a butcher and had some of the fluids, shall we say. 
Maybe whatever it was, whatever, whatever business he was in, whatever task he was about, he, whatever he was wearing, witnessed that. But no matter what, he was not properly dressed. He was not doing what he needed to do. See, here's the, the thing. We live in a culture that tells us, come as you are. And yes, the church tells us, come as you are. The invitation is given to all people as we are. But when we respond... When we say yes to the Lord, sometimes he requires change, too. Come as you are, but remember that we need to undergo change. That we need to change our clothing. We need to change our lives to accept that invitation. All is ready. As we hear in that first reading, the Lord has prepared it all, this fine wine and this rich food, this, this day of rejoicing. He's prepared it all and it's given to us free. And we do, the invitation is free. We can't earn the invitation. We don't deserve the invitation, perhaps. But we have to accept it. Once we accept it, then we need to do what we need to do to change. And we might ask, well, what do I need to change into? I think St. Paul says it best though not in today's second reading, of course. But we need to take on Christ. We need to put on Christ, to have among ourselves the attitude that is ours in Christ Jesus, to see the world as he would see it, to allow him in that vision that he has for us, of us, to change us, to redeem us, to challenge us, to challenge our worldview. I, I have to admit, and yes, they're certainly not Christian, but the, the terrorists that have attacked Iraq, or um, Iraq, sorry, uh, that's another story completely, uh, um, the, the Gaza Strip in Israel, this week uh, one of the leaders said, we love death as much as a Jew loves life. I find that horrifying. I find that just completely wrong. And, and, and let me be clear, this is not a Muslim teaching. Muslims love life, too. This is a terrorist speaking. For that terrorist, I, I pray that he would hear the invitation of Christ, and amazingly, some are. That he would hear that teaching of Christ and, and be converted and changed, to put on that worldview and to say, I can't see death as a glorious thing. I can't see killing and maiming and various other things, horrible things. The killing of infants. I cannot see that as a good thing, a thing to be celebrated and praised, but rather I need to change and see that life is to be protected. After all, it is God who created us. Anyone that destroys God's creation is destroying something God made. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It needs to be protected. Just as an example, they need to change. Yes, the invitation is there for them. I pray that they hear it and respond. But again, for us, we need to respond too. Once we take on that attitude that is ours in Christ Jesus, once we put on Christ, we see something that maybe St. Paul is hinting at. He doesn't actually spell it out for us, perhaps. And, you know, how is it he's able to deal with want and deal with uh, having too much? How is it he's able to deal with riches or poverty or health or sickness or, or anything like that? Well, he has put on Jesus Christ. 
He has allowed and accepted that invitation and changed. They come to this place of uh, what uh, spiritual theologians call a holy indifference. That he'll take it if it's there, but he knows it's God's gift. And he will accept that if it's not there, as God's gift. That in the end, everything is gift. Everything is grace. Comes from an invitation of our Lord who calls us. It's all free. It's all our choice to respond or to not respond. But if we do respond, then to allow him to change us, allow him to transform us, allow the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, of the Father and the the presence of the Holy Spirit in us, to live in us and to challenge us to continue to say, yes, I will be in the presence of the King. I will accept the invitation of the Prince. I will serve. I will accept whatever it is he gives.